Welcome back to Page 8, and today we are joined by one of our sports writers, Luke McClure. How was your weekend, Luke? How are you doing? It was good. It was good, you know. Um, Auburn stinks. Um, <laughs> Texans won, and that's all that matters, you know. Yeah, um, Auburn's been a little rough this this last few weeks. Uh, just what's up? But they, you know, they looked good, though. They looked good. But hey, in other news, though, just before we get into all that, Auburn volleyball beat Georgia though this weekend, three to one, uh, and then Auburn softball preseason kicked off, and by sweeping a doubleheader, beating Sneed State eighteen to two and Troy fourteen to zero. I think that's a good little start there. So those are those are the sports that really matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, we're winning something. They beat right? they beat Georgia in the real we, sport. We're volleyball. winning something. Yeah. Uh, and then they do also that softball does have another doubleheader next weekend against uh, Auburn at Montgomery and Alabama State. So that would be another. Maybe they can keep this train rolling because uh, there was some pretty dominant forms eighteen to two. Apparently they have mercy rule in that in softball. In softball, yeah. eighteen. Hey. So when I saw it was Sneed State, it was I mean it's preseason, but I was like. Sneed State. I was kind of taken aback. I I know they play Wallace, which I really hope they beat Wallace for yeah. some reasons. But but anyway, yeah, Auburn this weekend. Speaking of the other Auburn Georgia game, Auburn looked. Is did Auburn look good or did Georgia look bad? Which was was it? Uh, I think it's a mixture of both. Georgia is not the number one team in the country, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're more in like the four range. From what I've seen, but Auburn looked good for the first half. You know, obviously it was what seventeen seventeen at halftime. I think so. And um, so like that's good to be tied with the number one team in the country. Who the spread was fourteen and a half yeah. points. They obviously covered. But passing game is still anemic. Mm-hmm. The secondary, like the pass rush, was not good. Like only three quarterback hurries at zero sacks. Brock Bowers had. I don't know. Brock uh, Vandergrift had all day in the pocket and that really just cost Auburn at the end of the game. It wasn't it was a good performance. Looked a lot better than AM because I think anything looks better than what happened last week at AM, but Yeah. I still wasn't like You were like, Oh yeah, this, this is, is like a this is the turning point of the season. I think it just showed Freeze's coaching though. I think that's what we saw this from this weekend. I felt like you know, we wouldn't seen that with Harson. Um it was okay, it was also uh ten to ten going in the half. And uh-huh. then I was ten ten. Okay. Yeah. Another thing, I think the biggest things like offense wise and defense was third downs. That that is was a nightmare for us on both sides of the ball. Like offense was two of twelve on third down conversions, and most of those were third and short yardage and just couldn't get the first down. Yeah. And then defense eight of thirteen on getting like if, I feel like you get off the field on like at least two of those, Auburn could win that game. Yeah, I mean, and they were, they got down in the red zone that one time mm-hmm. and then went forward on fourth when. I was thinking probably take the points there um, because you've been stopping Georgia's offense pretty well. And then they went front and forth, obviously didn't get it. And then Georgia, like it was at the end of the half, final two minutes, whatever. And they stopped Georgia and they got the ball back. And then they just ran the ball and just like ran the clock out. And I didn't think that was good time management. But so like you left three points on the board there. And then there were some other times that I thought, you know, you could have scored more. Mm-hmm. But and the offense scored like most of their points off turnovers anyway. Like they had yeah. that big play early, the sixty-one yard, yeah. And then I don't think they got a touchdown off that. I think they uh, got three. Yeah, yeah. I think. And then because they got another touchdown off of an interception mm-hmm. on a short field. So like, yeah, they put up twenty points on a good defense, but 
I think 14 of those points were off turnovers. Yeah, and then speaking of turnovers, I think this was also a week that we did good. We only had one turnover like weeks before. Like we had, I think it was Cal, wasn't it? We had like four, I think, turnovers. Yeah. It's. I think that was also a thing where it kept us in the game. We weren't being sloppy with the ball. Even like the one turnover was like just at the end of the game. Yeah. The receiver, like you it's just got to make a play. So, but I mean, as you said, yeah, uh, we could not get to the quarterback, Carson Beck. 23 of 33, 313 yards, uh, one touchdown, one interception. He, I mean, he hit all day. It felt like most time, like, and just our rush just couldn't get there. I know our secondary was pretty beat up. I felt like our secondary did pretty good for like when they were like in man for a bit, but zone, like from what I saw, did not. Yeah, we were we were getting we left some people wide open, and of course. The one that I feel like this is going to be the Brock Bowers game of the season for Georgia. Like, to, if Georgia bounces back and starts going back, like how they usually have looked the last two years, this will definitely be known for them as the yeah. uh, Brock Bowers game. He, Brock Bowers, was 857 yards. And I think like 140 something of that was all in the second half. It is wild. Which, like, yeah, you're not going to contain. I think getting like one catch in the first half, you're not going to contain a guy like that. Like, mm-hmm. obviously, you're not going to expect. Oh yeah, no, we're going to keep this guy for like one catch in the whole game. But you can't let a guy go for 140 yards, and a lot of that seemed just like it was wide open. And then he obviously had that huge touchdown at the end, which just poor tackling. Mm-hmm. That wasn't very encouraging because Athletic Secondary was okay. They did. They did good for the majority of the game. It's just there was no pass rush, and so this, they were trying to hold up for way too long. And it just after a while, you're going to break. You're not going to be able to just keep. You can't. You can do the bend, don't break. But after a while, you're going to break if you have no pass rush. Yeah, for sure. It's. I think we saw that with the third downs. Like we were getting that. It's, oh my gosh, those third downs frustrated me so much at the game. Just watching because. We would get like these big stops, and it would be third and long, and they would still convert on us. They Brock, Brock Bowers would be the one that would be the go-to on those, and just catch the ball for twelve, thirteen yards. Yeah. So I mean, it was definitely um, a typical Auburn fashion. Felt like got got your hopes up, hurt you in the end. Um, but what what do you think that Auburn can do? Because we got the bye week now. What do you think Auburn could do this to like kind of prepare themselves? for uh, LSU, Ole Miss, because like, this stretch is about to be a tough one. Yeah. I think you need to – I mean, obviously, it, it all starts with the passing game. Like, you're not going to be able to have an effective offense in today's game without a good um, passing game. And luckily, you know, coming out of the bye, you play LSU and then Ole Miss and a week or two after that. Mm-hmm. And neither of those teams have good defenses. Um, yeah, we saw that second, Like, LSU has a very susceptible secondary. They have a good front four. But like if if Auburn wants to be in that game and win that game, they're gonna have to be able to pass. And um, we haven't seen that. <laughs> you know, it's just the receivers need to do a better job because there was drops. Yeah, because I feel like Thorne this week he wasn't he, he was he was serviceable. He was solid. Like he he I felt like they game planned better for him. And I think they did a good job of like you know trying to get him to like do both like because mm-hmm. they're kind of running the two separate offenses they're like oh thorn's going to be the passing offense and then they'll bring in robbie ashford during the running offense yeah and they kind of try to merge those into one player because it's not super effective to run a two quarterback system that doesn't work. it never works it's it not never i never know. usually if you're running a two quarterback system it's not a good sign of your offense like you can still use robbie but you got to have thorn be your guy for the majority like if you get in the yeah. red zone maybe use robbie but like 
which I felt like that's how we're going to do like that first game of the year against UMass. It seemed like what we were planning on doing every time we got to the red zone, Robbie came in and like yeah. same play on UMass ran in for touchdowns. That's when he had the three touchdowns that game. I mean, the offensive line I didn't think was horrible. Only three mm-hmm. sacks against a good defensive line. Um, but it's just I think you just got to scheme more stuff, less yeah. like option routes, and because yeah, we couldn't run the ball interiorly. No. Like we couldn't there. That's where we got stopped a good bit, like because I mean, speaking of what I said, the third and short, we could not. I don't know why we didn't try to run it to the outside with uh, either um, Hunter or Batty. You know, like yeah, they're. I mean, they were doing good, like on like the stretch runs and stuff, getting to the outside. That's where we got most of our yards. But anytime we tried to run it inside, just nothing. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it's just. I think the offense has potential. Mm-hmm. I just I don't I mean it's not going to be a top top flight offense. No. <laughs> All this Auburn team is not going to be a top flight SEC team. They're not going to be a, an SEC. But contender. I mean it's rebuilding. No, so. yeah, I mean it's year one. It's just you want to see improvement specifically yeah. from like coaching adjustments. And I thought there was adjustments from the A and M game. Mm-hmm. They ran too many options routes against A and M, and it was just Thorne couldn't read it. The wide receivers couldn't read it, and they were just it was anemic. And they ran more just. RPO stuff and got mm-hmm. just the ball out quick because you can't super trust that offensive line. You just need to get – you just need to stay – this offense can't function behind the sticks. So, like, yeah. you just got to stay ahead of schedule. and Penalties-wise, we, we only had one penalty that yeah, game. Yeah, no, that's – like, that was fine. Yeah, that – would you get on that? We were just penalized, you know, not many pre-snap penalties. I know we had some against A&M a good bit. Yeah. So, so just staying – Away from negative plays. Yeah, yeah. Like, stay, we stayed away. Like I, that's you know with the turnovers, penalties, we just didn't shoot ourselves in the foot this game. Like because where we've, I think we've done that constantly. Where we just sloppy play. So like we could probably be in games instead of being like struggling against A and M like we did. Yeah. So I think it'll be interesting us going to uh, LSU after this bye. I think that's gonna be a, that's gonna be a very tough road game because I mean it's Death Valley and Auburn versus LSU is always kind of weird it'll probably be a night game yeah probably probably will I felt like it probably would have been earlier if we would have got you know smacked by uh, Georgia but I felt like after yeah. us st- sticking in with Georgia they're probably like okay it'll be a night game so. it definitely won't be an 11 o'clock kickoff yeah so no, no. Um, so what other games did you watch this weekend I know speaking of LSU LSU Ole Miss I mean what a finish <laughs> So. A gajillion yards of offense. Yeah. I mean, oh, Pete Golding defense. <laughs> um, that was. I mean, I didn't. I don't know how to word this. I, one was I didn't think that last LSU touchdown was a touchdown. Mm-hmm. I didn't think he got his foot in. So I thought the kind of Ole Miss was playing kind of LSU and the referees there. Obviously, it didn't matter because they still won. But. I mean, 637 yards for LSU and 706 for Ole Miss is just insane, especially, like, after a week where Ole Miss only put up 10. Mm-hmm. Like, that's pretty glaring to me that they're going to put up 45 more points than what they did the previous week. And Quinchon Junkins looked good for the first game, mm-hmm. um, but it's just I don't know where the defense was. They should have fired both defensive coordinators on the tarmac after that game. <laughs> But ugh, that yeah, was that a brutal game. You know, Jay Daniels, Jackson Dart, both four touchdowns, zero interceptions. It's fun to watch as a spectator. Oh no, it's, it's great to game. Like, but I also am one of those people that does enjoy like the defensive battle yeah. where it's like three nothing, 
Now I know I did complain. I've complained already about the Cal Auburn game that was, but that was just, that wasn't a defensive battle. That was just anemic offense. Yeah, it was two blunt objects just hitting each yeah. other, and then and then it was also being at late at night, and I wanted to go to bed. Yeah, it so. was like midnight, and I'm like, can I end this game, please? But yeah, that that was a uh, that was a great game. Lane Kiffin almost almost messed that up with his time management there. He <laughs> I I don't get his time management on that one. He's like down at the twenty yard line. He's got a good field goal kicker and they're down by two and he's like, all right, let's run a screen and score and then gives LSU like the ball with forty seconds and two timeouts. And then L- LSU almost won because at the end of the game that throw was off of uh I think it was Thomas's hands mm-hmm. like in the end zone. I was like I was like, are you almost messed up Lane? Because this is the biggest win of his career so far at L- Ole Miss. So yeah, and then um, Kentucky, Missouri, both still undefeated. Like, hey. I feel like there's, I mean, some of the teams you would say like, oh, who's gonna be the undefeated teams? Like, in some of the SEC, you would not have put them like over like Alabama, Ole Miss, or LSU probably yeah. at the moment. But I mean, they are. And then Alabama took care of business against Mississippi State. Uh, it looked like I know going around social media, old Saban's back for him getting very fiery in that. Yeah. First, I think it was the first quarter. Miss Terry got on to him. Yeah. <laughs> That's what he said. Uh, and then Texas A&M continued from what they picked up last, or I guess the moment they gained from playing Auburn last week. It's Arkansas, which I know you had a little opinion on Arkansas with uh, Pittman. I, I don't think he's going to be there much longer. You don't I, think I so? Don't, no, I don't think. Not after this year, probably, but I don't think. Because he's not even like he's not recruiting at some great level either. Mm-hmm. He's like near the bottom of um, the league in, in in recruiting. So I don't know how much longer he's gonna last because he's like twenty one and twenty in mm-hmm. in overall record, and you know he's on a I think they're on a three game lose streak right now because they lost to BYU and they lost to LSU and they mm-hmm. just lost to A and M. And it's not like their schedule is gonna get easier because they still have to play Alabama, um, and and whoever else they have on their schedule. Um, but I don't know how much longer he has. I think he has a year left maybe. He might just call it quits because I don't even – I watch his press conferences and he doesn't even like seem like he's super in it. And I know those Arkansas fans, they love football, so I, I don't know. I know they like Pittman, but mm-hmm. if he's going to like go 6-6 six and six this year or 7-5 and five this year and then he goes like 7-5 and five or 6-6 six and six next year, I don't know how much longer he's going to last, so – yeah, he. I, I mean, yeah, I know he had started like off his career there fairly well, you know, building up that program, and then just it seems like they always for a while, like like last couple of years before this, instead of this year, but they'd be like, oh, this team's gonna be good. This team's gonna be like a good team, and then they would just fall apart towards the end of the season. Whereas this year, it's been the beginning of the season. They they seem they're stumbling. So, but yeah, getting into this weekend's matchups. Start us off LSU at Missouri. Uh, that's eleven o'clock. LSU's favored by six. Who you taking? I'm gonna go with LSU. They're not, I don't yeah. see them losing back to back. Missouri's a good team. They can yeah. score. Twenty one now on the nation. They have a great passing offense. I think it's a top twenty passing offense. And LSU has a terrible secondary. But you know, yeah, it's in Missouri. I don't know. I, I just trust. Jaden Daniels looks really good, and yeah. I just don't see a world where LSU is like sitting there three and three, six mm-hmm. games into the season. It could happen. I just, I think Eli Drinkwitz is also just like he needs one more year to really be a 
have Missouri in like that top tier contender SEC like standing. Yeah, I, I'm probably go LSU, even though I have continued to make terrible, terrible predictions for this year in college football. Like I had, I think Jacob had it with me too. I, I want to say. I'm not gonna put Jacob's name in that to this, but I think you know, I had uh, LSU as our, my West favorite for this year. I felt like he they a lot of people did. Yeah, so it's I mean it's not day. bad prediction. No. I mean last week I did have one because I gambled a bit with uh, South Carolina over Tennessee. So and really, who is the SEC West favorite anyway? Yeah, it, it is still kind of up there. I feel like it's Alabama now. It, it's Alabama, but they play A and M. So I feel like Al. This ugh, I hate saying it. I hate saying it, but. I feel like Alabama's probably the best team in the SEC right now. Uh, Georgia's still better than Alabama. I don't know. I don't think Georgia's great. I don't think there's an elite team this year outside of like maybe Washington or Texas, but I don't I don't I don't know. The SEC's a kind of weak this year. This is a down year for the SEC, but I don't know. It's just there's not there's not that great. I don't think this I think this is the year the SEC finally like releases its hold on the national championship. Because we've won like all of them. Well, it's gonna be the SEC eating itself alive, beating each other. And they, they, honestly, this could like this could if the SEC like for example, if Auburn had beat Georgia and then yeah. someone else be something, we could have seen like no SEC team in the playoffs this year. Yeah, like, we could do a Pac-12 where mm-hmm. we just eliminate ourselves. Yeah. And then Western Michigan travels down to Starkville to play the Bulldogs. They are, I mean. Favorite by twenty. <laughs> I want to pick. I want to pick. Western I want to pick Western Michigan, but you know, he, he, they're not. They're not going to lose. Twenty point spread. If they lose this one, then yes, it's looking real rough in Starkville because they don't look good. But they'll win and they'll probably cover. So I mean, Will, Will Rogers will probably have a good game then. Yeah, I mean, they'll go back to old air raid. Yeah. <laughs> Then one of the big ones, number eleven Alabama goes to Texas A and M, and Alabama's favored by two and a half. Um, I'm gonna take Alabama. Take that Alabama. defense is legit. Uh, obviously, so. no Connor Wiegman, but Max Johnson looked good last last week. He looks he looked good when he came in for um, mm-hmm. against Auburn. But I don't know. It's in College Station, so anything can happen. It's not a night game. Which I think does matter because obviously night games, everyone's much more pumped up. And, yeah. You know, um, but I'm going to take Alabama. You know, I've, I like what I've seen from their offense for the last like six quarters of play, like mm-hmm. the back the second half of Ole Miss and then against uh, Mississippi State. I thought they were good. So I'm going to take that. I'm going to take, I'm just going to take their defense because that defense is probably the best defense in the country right now. But yeah, I mean, I think. With this matchup, you know, it's, I think the only factor that keeps me like that makes me want to take that risk and be like Texas A&M, but is because of Jimbo, just because Jimbo's been that kind of foil to saving a bit. Uh, Jimbo's just Jimbo though. He's gonna, yeah. He's gonna mess it up probably. Try to tackle Asante. Yeah, I don't know. He'll he'll stand <laughs> on the field or something and get a penalty. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. I'm definitely going Alabama with you on that. Alabama. I think they. I mean, they have it close. So, but. I could, I don't know. Do I'm gonna take Bama to cover too. Do, like yeah, two, do, I think it's I have three and a half on yeah. this one, but this was Caesar Sports Bet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, I'm I'm gonna take Bama. I think Bama wins by a touchdown or 
maybe 10 points or something like that. Then Vanderbilt headed to Florida, which I think wasn't Vanderbilt beat Florida last year, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. But that was I think that was at Vanderbilt. So this year it's at Florida. They stormed the field, or they they walked onto the field. They <laughs> stormed the field. Yeah, Florida's favored by eighteen and a half for that one. Yeah, I don't think Florida's a good team mm-hmm. that should have been ever ranked. But they're not going to lose to Vanderbilt. And if yeah. they lose to Vanderbilt, uh, you know, Sun Belt Billy is really going to be on hot seat. So <laughs> I think he's already kind of there because I mean, yeah. SEC is kind of like it, it is one of those conferences that. As if you're not winning, get out. He would have been on the hot seat, but he beat Tennessee, and that was a huge one for them. They're three mm-hmm. and two, which is like fine. But I don't. I mean, Vandy. I root for Vandy. I I want Vandy to be good so bad. They just never will be. Mm-hmm. And so I mean, Florida's gonna win. Florida. I don't. I don't want to predict covers on these garbage bowl games <laughs> just because it's just like. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I'm going Florida too. I got sorry Vanderbilt. Uh, and then another big one for this weekend: number twenty Kentucky going to number one Georgia. Georgia's uh, same as they were last week. Almost fourteen and a half. Yeah, it's night game though in Athens, and and like I, I feel like Kentucky just plays into Georgia's hand. Like, do you think Georgia? But do you think this is a game like Georgia wakes up? And like starts playing like, I don't know if kind like how Alabama has like they got beat and then now Alabama's starting. To yeah, I mean I can definitely see that. Like I think, I mean I just also just don't think Kentucky has the horses to beat mm-hmm. them this year. Like obviously they had a great game last week against Tennessee or not Tennessee against uh, Florida, but it's like it's this from games reminds me of like the this um, could be the game that this reminds like, me of like that Arkansas game like mm-hmm. two years ago where ever, like Arkansas was ranked like eighth in the country. And they came into Georgia and they just got splattered because yeah. because they play into Georgia's hands so well. They're just like they're like we're only going to run the ball. I know Auburn ran the ball well last week, but Georgia is going to be keyed in on it. Mm-hmm. I, I think Georgia probably like wins this game going like this game's probably over in the third quarter, in my opinion. Which I like Kentucky. I like yeah. Bob Stoops, but I'm probably I'm gonna go Georgia, and then finally Arkansas at number sixteen. Ole Miss. They're almost favored by eleven. It's a sneaky one. Yeah, I mean, I I picked Arkansas last week. Dumb pick. So yeah, they got killed. But so apparently, I think, like, I think since Texas A&M's joined the SEC, I think like they've beaten Arkansas like pretty much almost every year. But didn't Arkansas win last year? Like, I think so. But like majority wise, since they've like joined, like I was like, dang, I should have just stuck with the stats. Yeah, I mean, this is like a trap game, though, because, you know, Ole Miss coming off the huge win Yeah, but it's against, at Ole Miss, yeah, you, but know. The, you know. You know how it is. Like, Fans the, are fired up from getting decked by those, a security like, guard. You're coming off those huge <laughs> wins, and then, like, Arkansas is, like, this is their season, like, on yeah. the line. They can't get falling to two and four. They're, like, going to have to scrape it together to even make a bowl game. I'm gonna take Ole Miss in this, but mm. I think this game is gonna be like razor sharp. I think it's gonna be like the Ole Miss or the the Arkansas LSU type game where it's like final kind of possession yeah. and and like because that mean Ole Miss makes a play like at the end or something. That is back to back weeks for LSU because they had that with Arkansas the week before and then just ran out the clock and won it that way. Yeah, this and then I mean it could be the exact same. KJ Jefferson, he's good, good for like a college QB. Yeah. But 
Yeah, yeah like a goal. Can Ole Miss even get a stop? Yeah, that's that's true. Can Ole Miss get a stop? Um, they look like they could get a stop against Bama for a bit, and then they just again second half. Yeah, Bama's offense isn't that good though. They're better than most. They're better than most. Yeah, I mean, they're. But I feel like LSU's the offense is better than Bama's though. LSU has better offense. So does. But I would just, say Arkansas also has a better quarterback too than, mm-hmm. like I mean, KJ Jefferson is a, like you said, he's a good college quarterback and yeah. he's probably like a top five, six quarterback in the SEC. So, they can make it close. He can pull some heroics, but I don't know. I don't trust Pete Golding as the defense coordinator for Ole Miss anyway. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm gonna take Ole Miss there. But eleven is a big spread in my opinion. And I'm going to say that, and then Ole Miss is going to like beat them by like 30. <laughs> yeah, like, hey, that's been me this year so far. It's particularly just been mainly with Auburn games. I've been off a yeah. lot. Uh, so, like, I thought like Auburn, like, for a second in the game, I was like, if we do this, me going on the, po- like, because I was so pessimistic last week. I was like, we're going to get killed. We're going to get killed. So, I yeah. mean, I've been like that still. I, I, I'm pretty pessimistic as a fan in general with most of my teams. Same. So, but yeah, thank you for joining me today, Luke. I appreciate it. Um, so thank you again for listening. Please like and subscribe. 